Cut that. Talk, cut that. talk about dark. <laughs> Yo, Welcome to the Lunchbox Reviews. We are doing Hawkeye Episode 6, the finale. It is called So This Is Christmas. I'm joined today by Michelle. Hello. And Alex. Hey. And so, you know, since this is the time of giving, if you are enjoying our content, please give us a like and subscribe. It is after all the holidays. Uh, So, yeah. So, before we go on to spoilers, let's talk about our initial thoughts for the finale episode. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, all right, uh, I'll go. It was it was pretty good. It, I like I, I wouldn't hold it up like to the better Marvel shows like like in in terms of tiers. It's it's it, it's in there. Well, because there's only like four of them, but it it, it was uh, it was fun. It was fun. It was nice. It was heart uh, heartfelt, heartwarming. You know, it it hit all the beats. Uh, what they did do wrong was like an important part of it felt really rushed through and weird overall. And uh, taking away like, talk about, yeah, 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 yeah. We're talking about your shirt there, or or what your shirt represents. Uh, yeah, that's that's basically it. But uh, and and that that kind of put a downer on everything because like you know all the spoilers and everything like hinged on that mm-hmm. kind of like all the spoilers for No Way Home hinged on a certain something and that was a huge payoff this uh was kind of the antithesis of that and yeah yeah i um, i agree i mean i think as far as the show goes this wasn't one of the stronger episodes of this this show itself which is disappointing because i feel like you always want the finale to be the best if not one of the best episodes of the show and it, it wasn't that for me it's good and it's festive and I enjoyed those aspects of it. I think the wrapping up of some storylines worked really well for me and then some of them just really fell short. So overall it was kind of like a, a meh and then there is the po- like this isn't a spoiler but like the credit scene or whatever um, ruined a lot for me honestly. It, it left me kind of confused and annoyed which kind of took away from my overall enjoyment of the episode. Like, I wish I turned it off, like, right when the credits started rolling. <laughs> so, so there's that as well. Yeah. Basically, I feel the same as you guys. Uh, that kind of big reveal that I was waiting for didn't pan out as much as I would like it to. Um, and again, with Michelle, with the, the mid credit scene was really it really bothered me <laughs> uh, but we'll talk about that later um but i did like the episode and the series overall uh once you embrace sort of the the, the silliness aspect of it you, you get to enjoy it more and uh yeah so we're gonna go to spoilers now we're gonna talk about the first act and the details so uh we finally see our boy kingpin aka wilson fisk um, Eleanor Bishop is with Wilson as she tries to get out of whatever arrangement they have because this time Kate is involved and Eleanor doesn't want that. So uh, also Clint acknowledges that him and uh, Kate are partners. There's that kind of a tense moment there. It's like, you know what? We're partners. So they're going to try and fix 
this mess together. And while that's happening, Maya is trying to convince Kingpin that she is uh, overhunting the Ronin. Of course, she's lying. But the Kingpin also kind of knows her bullshit. So at the end, he tells Kazi to remind the people that the city belongs to him. Uh, yeah, so let's talk about the first act and our official appearance of Mr. Wilson Fisk. Uh, let's talk about it. I think underwhelmed might be a word for what I felt um, for this character that I was really, really excited for and like how powerful he is and like the influence he has. I just felt it didn't come across well in this scene. And like, we'll talk about it more after like how it goes for the rest of the episode. But in this scene of him just kind of like deferring to Kazi being like, go remind people. I'm like, Kazi's lame. Dollar Store Jon Snow is not going to do shit like the sweatsuit mafia or whatever like they're a joke and him directing this joke by extension makes him feel like more of a joke so as a character he didn't feel that foreboding like he wasn't as scary as I thought especially because they like talk Hawkeye been like this is who I was afraid of I was like yeah. you're afraid of the dude in the Hawaiian shirt yep. who's telling dollar store Jon Snow to go like do something it doesn't it doesn't do anything for me it didn't feel um like the stakes were high it didn't feel like he was actually going to do much <laughs> um and I feel like I'm kind of right because it didn't feel like that much happened after that yeah I, I mean this is probably like the peak of Kingpin like just having him talk and sounding threatening that was a lot more effective than like what they turned him into at the end which we'll get to which was like, just bizarre so so weird uh, but but here it, it it was like yeah Kingpin was in his element but like Michelle said uh, the stakes aren't high because like yeah they're the the tracksuit guys they're jobbers Kaz is a loser and a dweeb Echo <laughs> Echo's badass but like you know she's like sort of turning good but then like if you know the Kingpin you know that he always has something in his back pocket, which is like, you know, Bullseye or Electra at one point. You know, he's got assassins. He's got, even a, a widow, like Yelena should have been like his thing. So mm -hmm. yeah, so, so it was just so weird. Uh, but yeah, we'll get to the, the, the weird Kingpin stuff later, I guess. But man, this is peak Kingpin on the show, I guess. Yeah, um, I, again, one of the more exciting aspects of this show was kind of waiting for the Kingpin to arrive. And when he got there, like it's the same Kingpin, the voice, but for some reason it feels weird that, you know, as somebody who's watching, you're kind of like this Kingpin isn't really that scary. I mean, I don't know, maybe it had to do with the lighting. The daredevil lighting is always kind of like in shadows, dark. And this one, he's just light and had a Hawaiian shirt on which was also kind of weird but I know they did that in the comics too so um yeah I was just expecting a lot more from this kingpin and uh, what I got was like kind of I hate to say this but the dollar store version of the kingpin it is not as well written at least for now as like the uh daredevil kingpin so in that aspect I was I guess a bit disappointed so let's move on to the uh, second act. Um, we started off by uh, with a cool montage of Clint and 
Kate uh, making trick arrows. Uh, this is where Clint opens up. Sorry, Kate opens up to Clint about why she wanted to be a hero in the first place and why Clint is her hero. The tracksuits set up their plan as Kate and Clint arrive at the party, where Kate reveals that their LARPer buddies are there as backup. Sure, why not? Um, and as soon as Kazi fires the first shot, this is where the episode's uh, action sequence commences. There's a lot of cool scenes. Kate and Clint versus the tracksuit. Uh, Kate versus Elena. Jack joins in, uh, swings his sword a little bit. Uh, trick arrows galore. And then we got an emotional fight scene between Elena and Clint as they talk about Natasha. Then there's Kazi and Maya fight. Uh, Maya wins. Kazi dead, so we don't get to be confused when uh, Kit Harrington shows up again. That's cool. Uh, this time, Kate tries to save his mother by fighting the ridiculously OP Wilson Fisk. Maya shows up and shoots Wilson, but the camera pans up while that happens, so we never really saw. Yeah, let's uh, let's get on this second act. What do you guys think? Thoughts? Feelings? When you say it like that, I'm like, wow, that is a lot. Like, that's a hefty sequence. There were parts of this that I I genuinely loved. Um, I I actually liked the LARPers showing up more than I thought I would. Um, When I I realized, like, it took me a second to realize, like, who the waiters were. I was like, why is the waiter, why is this relevant? And then I realized who they were. And I was like, oh, that's kind of fun to kind of bring them in as the waiters like that part was really funny them putting on their little outfits I don't know if I really loved that part where it went that far Uh, but them being involved and kind of helping with the headpieces like that all was fun I I I liked that Um, the the Yelena Kate Bishop fight was I think the most fun fight like it wasn't the most high stakes fight or anything like that it was just the shot of that fun. like really going through fight. the building and them going through each room and like throwing things and kind of like complimenting each other along the way of like that was a good kick that was this I love that I really like the two of them together like I love the rapport they have as characters on screen like I just think that's super fun so that sequence for me even though it felt a little it was longer was the perfect amount like I really thoroughly enjoyed it um and then the last thing I enjoyed like I loved the the sweat suits on the ice rink that whole trick arrow shenanigans that was like that felt like the actual climax like the pinnacle fight even though I don't think it was supposed to feel that way because afterwards we get the Wilson fight and that didn't feel like the the climax to me that felt just awkward and we'll I'm sure talk more about that but the ice rink fight felt like the true climax of the show and up to that point I was on board I'm here for it I was loving every second of that so yeah, I, I, I'm I'm with you, Michelle. For 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 most of that, uh, the Yelena Kate stuff is great. I love their interactions. They like they have a really good rapport. Uh, yeah, the 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 skating rink uh, action sequence. It, it was cool to to get like uh, back to I think it was episode three where you saw the, all the trick arrows and stuff. Yeah, it was really neat to see that. Um, the LARPers I could do without. I'll I'll I'll, I'll just say that. Like by, by the time they put on their costumes, I'm like, all right. This show's gotta end soon. But just kill Clint, kill him already, <laughs> kill him. <laughs> no, but uh, that th- that was a really heavy emotional climax uh, between uh, Yelena and and Clint. It was everything it needed to be. Um, 
which is why they probably should have they, they were juggling too many balls because because you yeah. needed echoes climax you needed kate's climax and, and cliff as well yeah 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 mm-hmm. so like that was too much because because they they probably should have spent not that they didn't spend enough time on Clint and Yelena, but uh, you, you, you know, like, like too much attention was being diverted from that. Uh, like, like f- fair enough to echo. I, I don't think the character could could hold their own show right now or if, if ever. So, so like, I'm looking forward to like hopefully a Daredevil thing uh, because the way it ended is, you know, spoiler for the comic, Echo did shoot Kingpin in the head, but like it rendered him uh, blind. Yeah, there we go. So, which is like a, mm. a, a pretty cool, you know, uh, counterpoint to Daredevil, who's actually blind. And uh, lastly, I do want to speak on uh, Kate Bishop uh, versus Kingpin, a guy who's ripping off like car doors <laughs> and, 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 and like taking arrows to the chest. Like he must punch like cinder blocks. And, and like the same problem I had in the first episode where Kate was getting like taking too much abuse. Like this is tenfold in this episode where like an actual metahuman is just destroying her and she keeps getting up. It was too too out there, too bizarre. My my disbelief like it, it couldn't handle this. Couldn't handle this. And um yeah, I'll 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 just say for like for Kingpin because right now he's in the middle of a uh, Marvel Comics crossover. Uh that's based on his shenanigans because he's mayor of New York and like he, he puts it pretty well in in uh, in a little thing that he says that like his power is in his secrets. It, it's in what he could do, not in what he does. And like this is like, them, Disney getting Kingpin wrong because Kingpin would never be there. He would be in a skyscraper somewhere in a party. He'd be partying somewhere and he would have sent like actual hitmen to kill everyone and and it probably would have gotten done so like yeah this is just hmm, him him doing, him doing something is basically the last resort for kingpin exactly he's gonna throw yeah. everything at you and then if nothing else works then yeah he does something exactly, exactly. He, he, he certainly like barely kills people yeah. you know like you know it, 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 it's just weird yeah uh yeah, I have to agree with both of you again. Although I do agree with Alex more with the uh the LARPers, <laughs> I think that um that was pretty uh not necessary by uh Clint and Kate to include <laughs> civilians, even though they are kind of uh, civilians. law enforcement, <laughs> so they have some training there. But still, like the less people you can get killed, that that should be the thing, right? Um. It was a great uh, scene with Kate and Yelena, and like you guys said, they have great rapport. Yeah. And I do wish to see those two kind of partner up or go at each other again. And again, lastly, just to come back to Alex's point about Kingpin, I'm like, what? Are you a mutant all of a sudden with the... Yeah. Uh... <laughs> strength powers he ripped off a car door and kate getting up from all that yeah i know you're a super athlete but i i'd be dead getting thrown at the wall (laughs) not once or twice but a few times so yeah that was just 
man, yeah, the, again, the disappointing part about this episode is uh, the fact that they didn't handle Kingpin properly. And I'm assuming he's coming back because, you know what, that'll be for the big question later on. But yeah, let's uh, let's move on to the final act. Clint finally gets back to his family for Christmas. Um, he invited Kate and Lucky and introduces them to the family. And we finally get the answer to the watch. And it belongs to Laura. And it's as it says in the on the wa- watch, it's a, an Agents of Shield watch with a number 19, aka, you know, Agent 19, aka Mockingbird. And hey. uh Clint and Kate burn the Ronin suit as she figures out a nickname for herself, which is kind of funny. And then we get the mid credit scene, which is a musical number. Uh, yeah, thoughts, guys? Okay, so really this whole, like, for Act 3 on is where I just have many issues. Like, from the Wilson fist fight onwards I, I'm not happy number one I feel like and this is maybe just me I would be really upset if I was Lila his daughter his actual daughter who he taught to shoot a bow and arrow and he just brings home his new replacement daughter for Christmas I'm sorry <laughs> like I get it that Kate has no family now because she put her mom in jail but she's also 22 like, she can go and be on her own. She literally is okay. Like, that's fine. And I don't know, it just felt like they didn't give Lila, actually, the the closure she deserved as a character. Because the whole time she was like, come home for Christmas. I really want to see you for Christmas. Da, 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 da. She gets one line in that sequence being like, wow, you're home. <laughs> like, and, and hi to girl. Kate. Hi. Yeah, hi. Like, oh man, if I was Lila, I'd be like, getting ready to put my supervillain pants on because I'm about to fight Kate Bishop for my dad's love. It felt really, I don't know, it felt weird. It didn't feel like a family ending like I'd hoped um, because it was just became a Kate and Clint story and it wasn't about him reuniting with his family. It didn't, they felt like a really weird footnote at the end of this, which was not what I wanted from the top of this, this series. So that, then man, that mid-credit musical number, um, that musical number is really great in the first episode in part and then when you're sitting there watching it one of my I was watching with my friends and one of them pointed out like this is the equivalent of a 9-11 musical and that's kind of spicy that kind of makes sense yeah it's accurate I couldn't argue with her I was like no you're you're straight up right like that is literally what it is it's like let's go to the site of 9-11 and do a musical about the firefighters that died on 9-11 like that's the equivalent of this attack. And so when put like that and just in seeing it in all its weirdness, it just felt stupid. And then of course it didn't help having seen Spider-Man and I'm not, I don't know, I don't want to spoil more Spider-Man, but like it's out now. The um, Multiverse of Madness trailer was the post-credit for Spider-Man. It's already on YouTube, so like go watch it. But I'm sorry, you're gonna have that as a post-credit for the movie and then you're gonna have like this weird musical number as a post-credit for the show. The, the the discrepancy is huge. It was so disappointing. So I wish they just hadn't done that and just let it end, truly. I'm angry. Uh, Justice for that, Lila. That whole 
9/11 analog is, is re really like out there. I like like it's it, 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 I I can't even speak to that because it's uh, it's pretty dark. It's pretty dark. But but I will I will speak to uh, to Lila, and it's basically this. She got her arc. She got her dad back. That's it. That is her character arc. She's lumped in with her kids. Sorry, with her siblings. They got their daddy back. They got their Christmas back on track. That's literally it. Sorry, Michelle, but uh, Kate Bishop is heir apparent because she's been working her whole life, and her story arc is literally brought to this moment to when. Uh, hey, I've got I, I've got an idea for your name, and then boop, Hawkeye because Kate Hawkeye, and 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 th that's the sweet simple story that you have. Uh, you know the sidekicks. She she lost her family in the process. She earned a new uh, father figure, let's say. You know, and uh, and 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 that's why Lila is happy where she is because she lives on a remote farm in the middle of nowhere, and that seems like a sweet life uh but no uh yeah they, yeah they should have just not done that mid-credits thing like like i i get it. it it was like a joke but it's like yeah the the joke ran on a little too long uh yep. like you had this footage all right we get it you could post it on youtube it'd be kind of funny for youtube but like eh, just run the credits right yeah good or 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 or, or have lucky you know do something funny because like everyone loves a dog and you know gonna do something charming yeah, kind of weird. That's it. Uh, yeah. Uh, you, you know what I was thinking of that whole third act was the watch. Uh, <laughs> oh. So I wasn't really thinking about anything else but the watch. So we we we're right. So it does belong to Mockingbird, and it is Laura, or I guess can't remember Mockingbird's uh, real name in the comics, but I'm guessing she changed it to to Laura. Connie, Corey, I don't know. I don't remember. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so that means the Agents of Shield doesn't exist. That show. I mean, the Agents of Shield show. Goodbye. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> not the greatest show. Uh, Watched everything, but it wasn't the greatest show. And man, I, I'm in general, I'm not a big fan of musicals. And having that as your mid-credit scene. And I've ruined it for me. I, I didn't care about it one bit. Um, and it's not for, you know, the, that uh, you needed that. That was cool. Again, you guys mentioned it. It should have been just like a extra YouTube thing like they did with the, the dancing. Uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, Zeno. yeah. Yeah. Zemo. yeah. Like they, they showed a little bit of Zemo and then they posted a YouTube thing of him dancing to a longer song and that was great and I do agree if there was no plans for any end credits or mid credits show Lucky doing something have Lucky grab a piece of pizza from their table a food something anyway yeah so that's my thought on that and I guess for the big question of the episode do we think this is kind of a, depending on your answer, but I guess it's probably obvious. Do you think Wilson Fisk is alive, and where do you think he will show up next? Oh yeah, they look like no, no one, like no one of uh, you know Wilson Fisk, like the character stature is getting killed off screen like that, right? But, but like 
I don't even know if he did actually get shot. That's another question. Uh, you know, you never know. Uh, so but, yeah. OP that he just probably did oh, this to the God. gun and nothing happened yeah. to him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just stuck his finger right in there like Bugs Bunny. <laughs> yeah, it just blew at the other end and killed Echo. Bye, Echo. Um, and she wasn't called Echo, was she? No, no. it was just Maya. Right, Maya. right, right. Okay. All right, well. Yeah, she never made uh, it there. Yeah, well, I, I I don't think she's making it there either because uh, I I don't I don't see an, an Echo show on the cards. I I don't know if I see a Daredevil show. I hope I hope I really hope. I don't know if it meshes well with the with the Disney Plus format of you know everything being chipper. Although Daredevil could bounce around between like you know happy happy joy joy, but. You know, he does have his dark moments. Oh, man, I don't want <laughs> Yeah, I know, exactly. I don't want exactly, that yeah. happy joy, joy tone. Yeah. I know, I know. So, ah, dude, I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's weird. I don't know. But yeah, D- Disney's kind of overdoing it with the, uh, with the, uh, it has its place, right? Like, like, like upbeat, you know, all this stuff. Okay, cool. But, but like at a certain point, it's like, well, if you're doing, let's just see how Moon Knight, you know, turns That's out. That's what I was like, going to say. Yeah. yeah. That's what I want to see. If, if if they can do dark, it like we'll we'll know by the time Moon Knight and I guess Blade comes around. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah, like Alex said, he's alive. We all know this. There's there's no. It wouldn't make sense to not like if he did die to not show it to us in some capacity. That's that's kind of silly. Um, he's gonna show up again. I'm just like at this point, I don't know if I'm happy about it. I'm I'm disappointed um, overall, and I don't. This isn't Fisk. This isn't the Fisk that we deserved or that we wanted. Yeah. Um, to be to be fair, so even if he does come back, I don't think it's going to have the impact that it should have uh, to begin with. Because I'm sorry, you can't have this dude get hit by a car and fly through a wall and not make me laugh. And I'm sorry, I'm not supposed to laugh at Fisk. That's crazy. So I don't, I like I I laughed I laughed for ninety percent of his screen time and that is just a sign of how wrong it went. How, how was that car able to you know get to that velocity? It made no sense because literally it was like two seconds in between. So how'd she like get into the the like swing the car around, drive down the yeah. block, drive up the block, hit him? It made literally made no sense. I I'm like who who put this scene in here and how did it get here and. I, I didn't say it, but I need to circle back because Alex, you said it. Kate should have been battered and bruised and bloody with at least like every broken rib. Like at the very least, just from her getting hit in the chest by this man. I'm sorry, he got hit by a car. The strength that he could probably output if he can take getting hit by a car is enough to crush your little girl body. There's no way. There's no, no way. Yeah. No. And like if the tracksuit mafia can make her bleed, why didn't Fisk really make her bleed more? I mean, if you can take off a car door, you can take off a person's arm. That's yeah. That's that's it. And yeah, um, to answer my own question, uh, film one hundred and one. If somebody is shot off screen, they're not dead. So again, I I have to. I'm hoping that uh, this Echo series will have you know kind of the. Uh, Maya and Daredevil and Kingpin thing happening. Um, but I do need to see what Moon Knight looks like because I know it's just trailers, but judging from the trailer, it looks pretty dark. So 
so far so good in the uh, seven second trailer that we saw or or whatever teaser uh so yeah let's do our final thoughts and our score for hawkeye sure i'll 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 go first i i, I honestly was, was not thinking of a score but but like um it had its ups and downs like if you rewatch uh the first episode like we we were all pretty much on the same page of like yeah. what was going to happen and it pretty much did happen and then when you combine rumors like when you when you add that factor then that means there was really nothing you know too surprising about the show it, it really didn't have a lot of surprises um it, it was okay it was middling I, I i couldn't see it was really that bad because like the emotional parts are really well done and uh the the, the acting is, was also really well done but uh, yeah I, I'd, I'd give it a six out of ten if we're doing out of 10? Yep. Yeah, we're doing out of 10. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I, I think I'm, I'm letting like my disappointment in the final episode like really spoil my overall enjoyment of the show because up to like last night or whatever when I watched it, I was really like, Hawkeye's so good. Everyone should watch it. I was like <laughs> recommending it left, right, and center. Like I made my friends watch it and I watched it all again with them. Like, I, I sat and watched all of the first like four episodes again recently. And I enjoyed every minute of it. I'm like, yeah, it's so good. And now that it's ended, I'm like, oh, I didn't really like it. And I think I'm forgetting that I did like it. Um, so for all of that, like a bummer finale, but like a solid show, I feel like I'm going to give it still like a 7.5. Also, it's still festive. And I might watch it again next December just for like the festive vibes because they nailed it. They nailed the festive vibes. And that was what I wanted. I want a good time and festive vibe and Clint not to die. So I technically got everything I wanted. <laughs> Damn it. uh for me it it was a fun show it started off slow the middle part was really good and then faltered uh just at the end but we did get great character moments from from uh from clint yelena good introduction to kate which is a really cool addition to the mcu world and you know what? I'm gonna be in between you guys, and I'm gonna give it a seven. So that hey, yeah, sorry. Wait, I I I just want to add because because it's kind of like a reoccurring thing where like Marvel shows or Disney Plus Marvel shows, like the last episode, it doesn't do it for us for the yeah. most part. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like like we were all like I, I'm sure we, if I remember correctly, we all loved the low key last episode, but that was like more of a cliffhanger than anything. Uh, mm-hmm. COVID kind of you know put the kibosh on that, but like yeah, WandaVision we hated this one, blah. and I can't remember Falcon Winter Soldier. I feel like I we know. were okay. It was like yeah, oh, yeah, it was okay. We were indifferent, yeah. kind of. It, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, and then yeah, what if we, it was hot trash? Ooh, <laughs> oh, garbage yeah. garbage <laughs> one one great episode and that's about yeah. it yeah so you know mcu Not maybe you watch the landing. fix your endings yeah. man uh so with that thank you so much for joining us uh we do wish you a happy holidays once again i am oh yeah please check out everything lunchbox has to offer um this is coming out the 24th and the 26th we have a cool special for you guys we're going back to fan casting 
and you're either gonna love us or hate us some more uh once again i'm joined <laughs> by michelle and alex and we'll see you next time peace bye, -bye.